What's going on, guys? It's Mohammed, the host of Aware Alpha, and welcome to the, I think, episode like 67, 68. Guys, I just want to say that when you listen to this podcast, um, first of all, I just feel so grateful. I'm so thankful for all the listeners. It's interesting to think back that a year ago this time, we were just releasing the first 10, 15 episodes, and really, it was a vision that I had for Aware Alpha, and you know, now you know, having guests and there's listeners all over the world, I just feel super, super grateful that there's individuals that are actually willing to listen to this message. And of course, you guys know, the last couple of weeks, I've been scheduling, probably roughly, I've done about 10, 15 guest interviews, and probably have another 40, 50 for 2022 set up. And I'm just excited. And when I was starting to bring on these guests, I started to look online for individuals that I feel like our messages align. They have something to teach and they're able to bring value to the podcast. And so when I was like looking on my Explorer page and I was checking out different um, sites or I should say pages on Instagram, you know, the individual that I have on the show today, he popped up. And it's interesting because as I'm doing these interviews, I'm in this phase of I'm bringing individuals that I have questions myself. And like, I'm curious to know certain things. So when I seen this individual, he goes by the name of Zach. Uh, I'll bring him on here soon. Uh, there's a lot that I could listen, you know, and watch a lot of his videos. And it's interesting. I probably watched probably like 10, 15 of your posts there. And when I was watching them, it was like, it wasn't just about, you know, getting good muscles and working out. It was like gratitude and about philosophies that you can also start to embody that can drastically change your life. So I want to say a little couple of things about Zach here, just for the listeners, for you guys to get an idea of where Zach comes from and what his intentions are. And then he's going to jump onto the podcast. So university dropout, personal growth addict, CEO of elite self-coaching with the goal of developing a hundred million of the world's most ambitious impact oriented people develop into the maximum potential version of themselves so they can create the life they truly desire for themselves and their family, as well as creating the impact on the world they know they're truly capable of. I love that. And this goal will contribute to my grand goal, he said, of solving every single world issue in every single country within this country. I love Zach. Thank you for jumping onto the podcast, my man. Thank you for having me. I love your energy, man. And I appreciate the introduction. Thank you so much. Thank you. So actually, I'm curious. So where are you from? I am from Canada. I was born, I moved around Canada a little bit. I was born in Nova Scotia, Canada, which is on the okay. east side, moved around like four to five times. And now I'm in Winnipeg, which is like in the center, kind of like a small, smaller city. And yeah. I've lived here ever since I was in elementary school. Oh, that's so interesting. So I recently did a, a interview for a lady who teaches manifestation and she's like a manifestation coach. And she actually lives in Winnipeg as well. And it was interesting. So it's interesting that you just shared that with me. So Cool. A couple of thoughts comes to my mind here. Okay. So I see you on Instagram. Like you got the body that I want, the six pack. Like you seem like, you know, how many years has it taken for you to build that body? So I got an early start with sports growing up. My mom actually used to be a personal trainer. Okay. So growing up, um, my parents divorced when I was like 10 years old. And so I lived, me and my brother, we lived with my mom for the majority of our life. And growing up through like, you know, the early elementary school and middle school, she always, always, always essentially just forced us into a healthy lifestyle and an active lifestyle. Me and my brother participated in like every competitive sport under the sun. Our main sport was hockey. Um, I originally got introduced to training through hockey. Like we used to do training on the side as a team, you know, just like cardio stuff and basic, you know, like sled pushes and stuff like that. Okay. So that gave me a good like, kind of muscular foundation to a certain extent. Mm. And uh, my mom always also forced my brother and I to eat healthy. You know, when she was packing our lunches as a kid, um, she always put in the healthy stuff like the carrots and like the healthy sandwiches while other kids are getting like Oreos and like, yeah. you know, all the good stuff. And I'm like, mom, why can't I get that? Yeah. And she, she held it strong. She held it strong throughout her whole upbringing. And now I'm eternally grateful that she did that, that she essentially forced my brother and I into an active, healthy lifestyle, because mm. that really set the stage for who I was going to become. Yeah. And I didn't really start, uh, I, I started weightlifting here and there. My mom kind of showed me how to do it actually, maybe yeah. you know, like once or twice a week here and there in high school, maybe like one to two to three times a week. Mm. I didn't really get starting to get serious about it until my first year of university in summer of 2016, okay. where my university had a, a really sick gym. And me and my friends just, just went at it. We were like going for like personal bests every day. We were lifting heavy and that's, that's when I really started. So, you know, I got, a, I had a good athletic foundation. 
And mm-hmm. you know, I've had abs since I was like five years old, you know, I've just had <laughs> that body type. But in terms of like the body I have now, that's been putting in work over the last like uh, five or so years. That's amazing. You know, it's interesting because so I started to really start to take care of my health. Because you could say in 2018, I was about 184 pounds, five, six, and I just wasn't, it was all in my belly as well. And my, my average weight most of my life was like 150. Um, so I started to just become conscious of it and I started fasting. I started to eat a plant-based lifestyle and just transition into like about a healthy lifestyle, you know. And I landed onto the plant-based lifestyle. And so I lost 20 some pounds in like 90 days or so. And then after that, I started to stay consistent. I started to train for a marathon. Uh, And then so 2018, 2019, like did a lot of running, stuff like that. 2020, I started to like work out. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start building my body. And my goal is to get to like 165, 170, and I'm 152 right now. So like, that's my goal. I want to do that. And it's interesting that you see everyone, you know, individuals like yourself online, and you would think, I feel like most people are not aware that it takes a long time to build that kind of body. Like you can see results and you can see, you know, small transformations, you know, within the first six months in the first year, I feel, but like to get those ripped, you know, like six packs and like, like to, I feel like it takes years and years and years. And it's interesting that now that I'm there, I'm like, okay, wow. All right. Like how much do you really want? Like, what do you want from this? Because I've just been working out where I would do like, normal like i do half hour or so you know what i mean working out last year or so it's it's better than what i've ever done you know like i'm getting there but i so i have a couple friends that are fitness trainers and i was like okay so i'm trying to get to like 170 and they're like dude if you're trying to really get there uh like you need to increase your workouts you need to increase your calories and all these different things right um and then it's been a test where like okay how bad do you really want you know to get stronger or get to the next level right so yeah and here's the thing man I think that everybody knows it takes a long time. I don't think that anybody truly thinks that they're going to get any like ridiculous results in 30 days, 60 days, whatever. I think everybody knows deep down that it takes a long time. But the thing is the marketing world convinces them over and over and over again that yes, it can be done within 30 days, you know, 30 day abs, 60 day, this, you know, take this pill, take this supplement and you'll be, you know, there. Right. And then so people are constantly being seduced by these silver bullets that don't actually exist. And that's what keeps a lot of people stuck is, is their mindset is in that direction. And not many people have adopted the mindset. Okay, this is going to be a journey. It's going to be a lot of hard work. And like you said, you have to have a strong reason why if you're going to make it the whole way. And just a lot, not a lot of people have made that mindset shift. No, it's so true. It's so true. What would you say like for yourself from, you know, because you obviously have a coaching business and you're, you have other things going on. What have you learned from your years of working out that you have been able to take into like your business life and your relationships and anything else that you're doing? Yeah, that's a huge question, man. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is your health, your body, your, your fitness, your routines, they are the base of who you are and the business that you're going to create. Mm-hmm. The, the discipline that you have to deploy, the consistency, the execution, even when you don't want to, all of these traits that you build within yourself are necessary in every other layer area of life, especially if we're talking about entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. building a business or achieving anything great in life. If you don't have control over your habits, over your diet, over your energy, over your sleep, your water, it's like you may be successful. You might have decent relationships. You might have some successful business, yeah. but you will be shooting yourself in the foot if we're talking about trying to achieve your full potential. Your full potential is not possible if you are not constantly developing yourself, if you are not honed in 24-7 on building a better you. So yeah. it affects everything, man. The confidence and the consistency, the flavor of constant uh, consistency that you build through this journey, mm. you can't get anywhere else in life. Mm. The confidence and self-esteem and self-respect you get from taking care of yourself yeah. and being disciplined and, and executing in, in developing your body and staying healthy, you can't get how that feels. anywhere else so it's it's the most important step and in terms of my coaching business that's why my entry-level program is all health and fitness Mm -hmm. is because if somebody doesn't have that then then not no other strategy or you know meditation or personal growth habit or Mm -hmm. strategy whatever matters as much because you need to focus on the fundamentals first yeah you know it's interesting that one of the things that have drastically changed my life i would say so I worked on the oil rigs in Alberta, actually. So I, I, I'm from Ontario, pretty much. Uh, like I, I grew up in, a, in Afghanistan, long story short, but I came to Canada when I was younger and 
31 now, but I grew up in Ontario, went to school there. And then I came to Alberta to work on the oil rigs. And 2015 is when I jumped into entrepreneurship. And, mm. and one of the things that has kept me in this game this long so far and it has helped me see some some success and where it gets me to the point of where I'm able to take and make better decisions and just just give me some comfort in it, right? Seeing some success and results in selling programs and coaching programs. Like I have a, a program that helps men get over watching porn and a second one, it's about mm. right? Nice. Uh, so I do a lot of coaching on that, right? And of course the podcast and bo- books and a bunch of stuff I've published. But one of the things I'm very thankful for is my habits. Because like we really are, like this is how I look at it. We're like programs, we're a computer, right? Mm-hmm. And the program is the habits that run us. So whatever your habits are, they control you. So I remember, for example, even I used to eat, you know, like I was a roughneck, we smoked cigarettes and I eat Doritos. And like, I was somebody that I wasn't aware of putting the right things in his body, right? So mm-hmm. I was eating everything. And then when I started to transition into this healthy lifestyle, the beginning was where I get healthy for like a week or so. I eat all the stuff and the weekend comes, I fall back. And I'm not eating anything healthy and I'm kind of falling off, right? I go back into my old habits, right? And then these days, or let's say in the last year or two years, three years where I could have a weekend where, oh, I just have a whole bunch of stuff and I eat a bunch of turkey or a bunch of just food and just drink and all those things. And I find it interesting out of the, once the weekend is over, I get back into eating healthy and stuff like that, right? And I'm a very analytic person. So the last you know few years where I've become aware of where I'm like, the only thing, of course, there's, you know, a lot of other things, variables for you to become successful, marketing, sales, all these things, mindset and all this. Other. But I will fit the number one thing that has helped me is like habits, like building strong habits, waking up at 4 a.m. for three, four years in a row, you know, nice. um, like a whole bunch of stuff that I did out of my own comfort zone from 2015. Right. Uh, starting like sales. Like I was, you know, I was always a talkative person, but I wasn't a salesperson. So starting sales, you know, getting good at sales and um, starting different businesses. The last five years, Zach, I've been, I worked 18 different jobs and eight different businesses. Right. So like I mm. went through a whole bunch of stuff to discover myself in a way. Right. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's habits. Would you agree that it's really just the, the GPS of you to get to anywhere you want in life? Yeah, absolutely, man. And I believe that it, it's, you know, there's so many successful entrepreneurs and world leaders that say you do not, you do not rise to your goals. Mm. You fall to your standards or habits, mm. meaning that the success you experience in life, your external results are not a matter of, you know, the goals that you've set up for yourself. It's a matter of your, your baseline, your standards. What do you do when you don't feel like it? What do you do when, when you wake up and you feel stressed or anxious? Yeah. What do you do? Anybody can execute when they're feeling on top of the world. But yeah. what is your baseline lowest common denominator when you're not? And that's where most people fall off of these you know, big, sexy goals when yeah. they stop feeling like it. But if you have somebody that has a consistent set of standards or habits on a daily basis that actually fuel them mm-hmm. and progress them towards their goals, then that's the person that succeeds because they continue to execute even when they don't feel like it. So I absolutely agree. And that's super important. That's so true. It's interesting. And I was actually just thinking as we were talking, I'm like, I actually didn't know that you were like, I, I didn't know that you were from Canada. Like when I, you know, when I sent you the message, I've, I've yeah. like, I was on a podcast that I did with someone in Bali, uh, like everyone from different sides of the world. Right. So like, I'm actually so amazed that I'm like, Oh my God, Zach is actually in Canada. So I'm in Alberta in Medicine Hat right now. Oh, cool. You're still in Alberta. That's awesome, <laughs> yeah. man. We're literally like realistic. We're about 10 hour drive from each other. So that's actually, uh, it's pretty cool, man. That's awesome. So have you, uh, what kind of jobs did you work before you got into like fitness or after school? Like you, what did you do? What's, what was your background? Like when it comes to school and also what kind of jobs you worked? So in high school, I was, um, super obsessed with cars and primarily the exterior design of supercars like Lamborghinis, Ferraris, McLarens, mm-hmm. you name it. Right. And I like drawing them. I like the artistic and aesthetic element behind it and okay. also the practical and aerodynamic element behind it. And like, you know, mixing like science and efficiency with like creative design. So that's, you know, I was like, Oh, let's, let me do that as a career. <laughs> and so I, I, I grinded and I got good enough grades to get into direct entry engineering at the university of Manitoba. And so I was in mechanical engineering um, at the University of Manitoba. I was in there for two years. Mm. And after I got into, like I grinded in high school, after I got into engineering, I became a very bad student. I did not apply myself. My confidence was shot. I was, I was essentially just a shell of myself. My, my values, my core values were not on display. I had low amounts of integrity and work ethic. I procrastinated. Um, I didn't really... Um, do much, honestly, in terms of applying myself to school. Hmm. And 
as a result of that, a lot of stress and anxiety started to build up and I started to have, you know, breakdowns. I started to have a lot of moments like, what am I even doing? I feel like so alone. Like what, what's even going on here? I knew that I was capable of something special, but I'm like, that, that felt so far away. I'm like, what is even going on here? And so after my second year of engineering, and this was in 2019 or 20, uh, 2018, uh, that summer, I decided to not, re uh, I decided to drop out. And after I dropped out, I'm like, okay, let me, let me see what I can do here. My brother at the time started his own business mm. and that kind of, that kind of stimulated my brain. I'm like, Hmm, what can I do? Cause at the time I was not entrepreneurially oriented in the slightest. Yeah. So I'm like, so I started to get ideas for a, uh, a fitness app for uh, a fitness, social media app, mm. essentially, where it's kind of like Instagram, but more fitness oriented. Okay. And so I started creating like blueprints for that app and like doing like drawing like little iPhone screens. And then mm. I took it to a software and uh, I started to just grind on that. And in this period of time, when I was, you know, 2018 dropout, I was looking for the get rich quick thing, right? That's mm. where my mind was. I was a kid. I was like, hmm, let me, you know, there's so much marketing out here. I can do this. Yeah. You know, I can get rich, right? Yeah. So uh, I tried that. At the same time, I was trying like e-commerce, like drop shipping. You know, you get a thousand ads for that. Yeah. And I was, I was a young, naive kid. I'm like, let me bite on one of these ads and yeah. let me get rich, right? Let me make like 124K in like two yeah. weeks. Let's go, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh and that fizzled out like uh me and my brother did that together it fizzled out after like a few weeks we just yeah. you know didn't do anything with it yeah. um at the same time i what i got into day trading too um this mm -hmm. is all over like a year or two span after i dropped out day trading same thing i'm like there's i'm seeing these guys that are making like millions of bucks day trading online let me, let me do that too yeah. right and so i was trying all these different things all mm -hmm. looking for that to fulfill that notion that I am capable of something special, yeah. but I did not dedicate myself or spend enough time in any of those buckets to mm. actually realize success in any one of them, yeah. which is extremely obvious now, but I needed to learn that lesson. Mm. And in the meantime of going through all that, I became, like I said, in my bio, and like I said to you, I'm personal growth addict, mm. meaning I was going all in on my, still my health and fitness, but also like my mindset. Mm. I was practicing like morning routines, like meditation, like cold showers. I was doing like 75 hard, just going all in on myself. Nice. And essentially this was all in a bucket of 2019 spring to 2019, 2019 fall, 2018 spring to 2019 fall. So like a year and a half, I was just trying different things and developing myself mm. all with the notion of I'm, a, I'm about to crack through. I'm about to get rich. Right. Mm. And uh, so that was a huge development period for me. And by the way, all, all the time in there battling the societal pressure of I'm a university dropout. Yeah, my mom, yeah. you know, did not agree with that decision. My friends thought I was crazy. Mm -hmm. And at times that got to me for sure, because I wasn't realizing any success. Yeah. And I'm like, Hmm, what am I doing? Maybe I actually can't do this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it, it was getting really tough. Mm -hmm. And in 2019, um, I was also an in-person trainer. I forgot to mention, I was an in-person trainer that pretty much that entire time, just like to pay the bills in the meantime, mm. um, even though I was still living at home, but it was just like my, my only <laughs> revenue generating endeavor <laughs> at the yeah. time, we'll say. Um, and in, uh, in fall 2019, I quit my in-person training job to go all in on the app, which I was still trying to develop. I was getting it developed through this, uh, local college. Okay. And, um, I was like, Hmm, let me go all in on the app. But then I realized they only needed my attention once every two weeks. Mm. So I'm like I just quit my job. I only need to dedicate, you know, one hour every two weeks to this. What am I going to do? And then I started getting ads for online training, online fitness training. Same concept. The guy was like saying you can get rich quick, which at the time I was still in that mindset. Yeah. But I bid on it. And despite the fact that I bid on it in a, in a less than ideal mindset, that was one of the best decisions I ever made because it led me to where I am now. Nice. Um, he became my mentor over the course of the next year, like 2019 to like, mid 2020. Nice. And that, that is what, and then shortly after I started that business fall 2019, nice. that has been my primary endeavor ever since all the way up until now. And at the time it was a primarily health and fitness business. I'm like, let me just help get people in shape. Um, over the course of, you know, the last like year and a half, it's become more personal growth oriented mm. and coming all the way up to present day where we are, we have, we've done over six figures and, uh, you know, we've really gone through it. Um, we are now a business that helps the most ambitious and impact oriented people develop into the versions of themselves that are actually capable of creating the life they truly desire for themselves and their family. And also the impact that they know they're truly capable of creating on the world. And like I said, ultimately the goal is solving every single world issue in every single country within this century. And that was a recent development. That was my mission as of like 
a week or two ago where I finally realized this is exactly that spark that I was talking about. This is it. This yeah. is my mission. This is my path right here. Mm. And anybody who I tell, um, if, if they hear about this on paper, they're like, oh, this guy's crazy. Mm. Everybody who I say it to, they're like, okay, this guy's serious. Like I believe it in every fiber of my being mm. that it's possible. And now I'm able to dedicate myself to that mission. And like That's I said, awesome. my entry level programs, health and fitness, most people, when we're talking about developing into the maximum potential version of themselves, mm. it starts right there at that foundation. So that pretty much encapsulates the last few years of my life, man. <laughs> that's, that's amazing, man. It's interesting, you know, like you have gone through it all, right? You've gone through all the phases in the sense of uh, even in the, not just the body transformation, right? But actually you've been experiencing, you know, e-commerce and this and that. And like, you have gone through the mental tribulation, I guess I could call it. And at the same time, like very authentic, authenticity in the sense of like, I was trying to get rich, I'm doing this and I was doing this. Uh, and it seems like what it's helped you become successful is that, eventually you discovered that in order for me to get to the next level, I have to take my mind to the next level and my mm -hmm. mindset and the way I think and the way I think about things and the limiting beliefs that I have that are holding me back from going to the next level. And then like analyzing those and changing that inner dialogue to the version of yourself that you want to see. And you have become that it sounds like, and then now you, once you, it's like everybody has that comfort uh, level income. So uh, meaning in a sense, like, once you hit that income, then you can discover now what you truly want to do, right? Uh, some people, it's like five grand. Some people, it's 20 grand. But once you hit that, then you really know, am I in this just to make money? Or what, is, what am mm. I really trying to do? And it sounds like you have made some money. And now you're like, dude, I actually want to impact, you know, people. I want to help the ambitious. And I want to, you know, help everyone, right? So the concept that you have in your mind, and like, yeah, you sound very passionate about it. So that's amazing, right? I am curious and the listeners, you guys are listening to this podcast and I'm asking this question. Okay. What is like the best investment that you feel like you made last five years besides the coaching program, which, and I really very support that because I've like, I'm in a mastermind right now and I pay 1500 bucks a month to be in it. Uh, it's, it's called seven figure mastermind by Vince Del Monte. He's a, mm. a Canadian millionaire. I'm sure you might even be aware of him. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah. So like, I'm very big on mentorship. I, I believe, all that stuff like that. And I, it has been one of, one of my best investments in a way. Right. But I'm actually curious to hear what do you feel like was one of the best investments you have made? Uh, so that, so I'm in a very similar mentorship and mm -hmm. uh, that I, I would say that, um, you know, that would have been my, my, my answer in yeah. terms of a financial investment. Yeah. I don't really have much else in, in uh, under my tool belt that I have invested in myself. I've invested in, you know, like gym memberships and books mm. and like personal growth, you know, things and I've invested in other mentors before, mm. but you know, none of those by themselves are, are necessarily um, sig significant in their, in their mm. own right. Yeah. Um, it was more so the behind the mindset behind it. That was the more valuable tool. What I would say, and this isn't necessarily a monetary investment. Mm. This is more so a, uh, I would say a, uh, a status related investment, which is dropping out of school. I yeah. took the bullet, man. I bet on myself. Mm. And the investment was not looking successful in the eyes of my peers and my parents and my friends mm. for an, an ex what seemed like an eternity before, you know, they're finally coming around. Yeah. And this is an investment that not a lot of people are willing to make mm -hmm. because there's a lot of fear that is blocking them from making such an investment. Yeah. And they, they might have to sacrifice their, their time. They might have to sacrifice like a nice stable income, mm -hmm. sacrifice... Um, how successful they look amongst their friends. Mm -hmm. That is one of the scariest yet most crucial investments somebody can make. That's yeah. where, that's where all the doors open. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what really led me here. I'm here today because I decided to drop out of school in 2018. Mm -hmm. If I would have stayed in school in 2018, I would still be in engineering at the university of Manitoba, mm -hmm. probably hating my life. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, so I would say that is the biggest investment or biggest decision um, that I'm most proud of myself for and most grateful for in terms of the way the cookie crumbled for me. No, that's amazing, man. And what I was hearing when you were just saying that is, was weird. this is, you know, there's so much magic that can unfold in our lives when we decide to get uncomfortable with mm. all our actions and take action on our desires. You know, and yep. that's what you did. You had a desire, you had some expectations for yourself. You've seen yourself being some type of person and then this decision in front of you where it's like society, culture, environment, family is like, no, don't do that. And you're, you're like, I'm doing this right. And you got uncomfortable. 
and yep. you took action on your desires and look where you're at. Right. So that's amazing. And then the second thing I was going to share is like, I'm so glad. And like, you literally, I knew you were going to answer it exactly how, like how I thought you were going to answer it. The best investment guys you hear Zach that has made it himself is by choosing to invest in himself. You know, that is, and for me, same thing. And you can ask me and I have also, I, I have an investment per, portfolio as well. Like my, one of my first programs was going to be helping uh, you build your uh, portfolio, starting with $10,000 for long-term investment purposes. Right. Uh, because like one, like a lot of guys that's like in your space or anywhere, you become successful in entrepreneurship. You start making some money. Now you have enough to pay your bills and everything. And you start making extra money. Now the goal is like my, like this is how I say it. I'm 31. My goal is to, you know, by the time I'm 40, I have a $10 million portfolio that's paying yeah. me 5% a year. That's around cool. half a million a year. Divide that by 12, that's $25,000 a month. That's the interest of the principal. So the concept mm-hmm. of the seed becomes a tree. The tree has fruits. I eat the fruits, but I don't eat the tree and I don't sell the tree either. So uh, and in an investment, the best way to give you an example, since you're from Canada, you'll understand. For example, right now, if we had a million dollars in Inbridge, like if you had a million dollars in Inbridge stock, they pay roughly 6%. That's $60,000 a year that you would get while the interest, the principal is sitting there, the interest you're getting 60K, right? Um, so that's, and I've, I have investments like that and all those things. So I could be like, you know, one of the best investments was learning how to build my long-term portfolio, which has been a great one because you want to get to the point, like, well, not you, but I'm saying my goal is by the time I'm 40, like my goal is to impact a million man by the time I'm 40. Uh, help him become more self-aware, self-compassionate, understand self-discipline. Um, and, but like, this is how I always say, like my goal is, you know, 40, 45, and then I disappear. And I'm living somewhere on an organic farm, somewhere in Costa Rica, eating mangoes, you know, nice. and, and holding retreats and hosting retreats because I love to facilitate the retreats. And, and yeah, like my portfolio is paying for me now. I don't have to actually do what, anything, right? Um, so but yeah, the best investment I've made and I'm continuously making is on myself. You know, it's, it's just amazing what can happen when you just choose to invest in yourself solely, first of all, right? And then you get yourself to the point where you're mentally, physically, emotionally healthy, and now you're making decisions and investing into like a portfolio, uh, into your health, you know, buying a house and all those other things, right? So yeah, man, that's awesome. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, man, that, that's a huge mentality that a lot more people need to go into. You hear all over the space, oh, invest in yourself, invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. It's such a fluffy suggestion these days that I feel like people don't even know what it means anymore. And yeah. they just kind of brush it off, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is you can take some, some person who is, who is raised in you know, a conventional household and you know, their parents are saying, all, all the investment you should make, your extra money, just save it and you know, put, it, put it in the S&P or whatever, and you know, make like 7% a year. Yeah. Um, and, and you can do that. And it's great yeah. if you start early, but if you invest in yourself, that 7% could be 700% three yeah. years from now. And, uh, that that's the big difference that people are missing is you are the focal point for all exterior results in your life. Yeah. And 7% isn't going to, you know, if, if you want to achieve your full potential, the mm. stock market isn't going to do it for you. Right. No. You have to build yourself into the version of yourself that, you know, you can be, and then money will be coming in so fast that you can put it wherever you want. And your passive income will be insane. But you really yeah. do have to start with yourself. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this. So like I was when I started to invest and I started to share a lot of things in 2017, 2018 on it. Right. I was I was going to come out with a program. how to build your portfolio using ten thousand dollars. So I started having a lot of friends, people that message me and like, they're like, yo, you know, I'm trying to like they're trying to get rich and all that, that mindset. And they're like, yo, like, you know, I got five thousand. I got ten thousand. Like, you know, and they were in the mindset of thinking they're going to get rich. And I would always, you know, like some individual in my inner, inner circle, I would take the time to explain to them, like, this is not how it works. Uh, investment for the long term is like you're setting your money for the long term. And, you know, it's like you're making your money work for you. Like, it's not like you're coming in the mindset of, yo, this $10,000. But what you're looking, what you're expecting is that you want to trade this. You want to, you know, where you want to come buy this today and then sell it in a week for 100000 and get rich. And the marketing, the traders and the investors out there, they're really good, right? They, they really just make 100K day trading or, you know, there's so many different types of trading as well, you know, penny stocks and all these different things. And they, the guys that are actually selling the courses, they're really good to get, you know, and then, sure. and it always was interesting to me because like these individuals are coming and, but like deep down, I know that you having that $10,000 right now, working your 40 hour a week, uh, 40 hour a week job and then, having the desire to get rich and you're thinking that if you start investing $10,000 and putting 20 bucks every two weeks, like you're going to get rich. Yeah. Maybe in 
60 years yeah. <laughs> and but it's like you can't really explain it to them you can't really uh, there's a lot of people that i wouldn't even take the time to explain because they wouldn't even yeah. see right they're already in that mindset of like no 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 like i seen a guy who made three million doing this you know or timothy sykes made four million yeah. from his twelve thousand dollar uh obituary money or something right. or like right so yeah dude i actually uh, i actually invested in in sykes day trading program in 2018 <laughs> when i when i was starting day trading yeah and uh that was one of the things where I, I did it for like six months and then just just stopped i was like didn't dedicate myself i don't even know if you know um but yeah man that's that's true and he, here's the thing most a lot of people don't understand about investing in yourself it doesn't necessarily have to come at a huge price tag yeah. for example you could put a thousand dollars in the stock market but picking up the book, like Think and Go Rich for $14.99 from Amazon could be worth a million dollars to you, like it says on the cover. And a lot of people have do not value these free forms of personal growth that are at their fingertips. Yeah. If, you, if you even just set your wake up time and you start waking up at your alarm and you start focusing on your nutrition and you, and you read a, a few pages of a book each day, mm-hmm. that can literally change the entire outcome of your entire life. Yeah. But most people, it's not sexy, right? It's not instant. It's, it's, not, it's not marketable. Yeah. And uh, that's why a lot of people don't do it. And I think a lot of people don't really, they think they want it, but they don't want it because of you see their actions, they're not willing to take action towards those things, right? So it's like the idea of, yeah, like $10,000 put into a stock or you could take $15 and buy a book that could drastically change your life. And it's suggested by you by a friend that actually changes life. But most yeah. people won't do that. Most people just want the easy way out, right? And then, yeah, and it's, yeah, like it's something like you can't really, you can't really, I feel like, teach people i feel like you can like i say like i had a podcast i called it motivation where i feel like i'm like motivation is like it's not real this is this is my thought you could say if you agree or disagree with it so this is my opinion i feel like motivation is just a fake thing because if you need motivation to achieve something that just means deep down you actually don't desire that thing as much so for example if i've ever anything i wanted in my life I didn't need motivation. I just went after it because I had the desire for it. So in the sense of like when the why is strong enough, you're gonna you're not gonna wake up and be like, I need motivation. No, no, you're gonna wake up and be like, I'm going. I'm writing the plan. I'm writing the business plan. I'm doing the workout plan. I'm making my smoothie because I'm getting healthy. Like you're not like you don't need motivation, right? So I feel like a lot of people, those kind of people are the ones that like looking for motivation, but really deep down, it's that instant gratification world that we're programmed in you know and a lot of people are like that they're just instant gratification and they're in that mindset and like it's you you have to have a strong desire to come out of that because the strong desire and the curiosity is what's going to get you intrigued to take action on the book you know on the course and on that mentor on that youtube video and that are and actually let me also want to say a thing the timothy sykes course we just mentioned yes day trading it does work if you I have a bankroll of at least twenty, thirty thousand dollars. I have friends that are in this space. So if you have a twenty, forty thousand dollar bankroll that you start, so meaning that you start with twenty thousand dollars, and the goal is to make two, three percent a day, which is four, five hundred dollars a day, and you can stay consistent with that. Handle your emotions. There's a lot of lessons in it, and if you stay consistent with it, you can make it happen. But you, because I just want to mention that because there's a whole bunch of people will listen to this, be like, well, you guys just talked shit about Timmy said because you didn't stay consistent, and that's exactly. I actually did a little bit day trading but I never stayed consistent with it and I didn't take it on seriously. Uh, so I just want to put that out there. We're saying that day trading, I think it still works. If you start with a ten twenty thousand dollars um, bankroll and you put a hundred hours into learning one of the Timothy Sykes programs where it's actually like 13 hours is beginning course. So if you actually put the time in, but Zach mentioned too, like we actually didn't put the time in, but the marketing did get us, <laughs> you know, and the yeah. idea when, but you know, it takes self-awareness also, right? Where you start to realize yeah. shit. The, like I think at one point you also yeah like if you can do all these things and but if you really have the desire to become successful and happier and healthy all this stuff like that eventually you come out of it eventually you find out like okay there's a whole bunch of gurus here that are selling hype and like if I really need to do this like I need to start investing in myself whether it's like you get into meditation whether you get into working out whether you get into like a physical emotional mental change any of those ways that you get into it um it's a good start because now you start to realize, okay, I got to like work on me, like not on, Absolutely. Oh, I got to work on me. And that's when you start, uh, kind of, as I always say, magic starts to unfold when you start to work on yourself. Right. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Those habits are worth your weight in gold, man. 
And not a, a lot of people realize that. And yeah, full disclosure, none of those endeavors that I mentioned, they all didn't work out because of me, not because yeah. of the endeavors themselves. Exactly. <laughs> Just to set the record straight. Yeah, and, of uh, course. <laughs> yeah you, you hit the nail on the head in terms of desire, man. You have a lot of people who you would potentially allocate energy to, to try to teach them the better way of investing in themselves. You know, stock market isn't the be all end all. Yeah. Um, there are so many different ways to, to reach your full potential in life. But the fact of the matter is those people likely don't have the desire to, or have even defined what the full potential in their life looks like. Mm -hmm. They're, they're taking that strictly on a, like a security measure with some, some hope that it's going to drag them out of an average life. Yeah. And this is unfortunately not the case for a lot of people. You have, in order to go through all the things that, you know, you and I have gone through and every other entrepreneur has gone through, you have to have that desire. If the desire yeah. is not there, then, then none of it will happen. And that kind of relays back into the motivation conversation where if you're relying on motivation, you're done. You know, motivation, it, it's a real thing, but it comes and goes like the wind. And if you only execute when you're motivated, you know, you can, you can go to a seminar and be motivated. Yeah. You can watch a YouTube video and be motivated for, for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. How long does it last? And then this is where 95% of the people drop out of the race is because, oh, wait, I have to do work when I don't feel like it? Yeah. yeah you, you sure do. And, uh, and absolutely, motivation, it's, it's irrelevant in terms of fulfilling your full potential. No, it's so true. It's so true. And I, yeah, it's something that, you know, of course, um, there's some people that eventually discover. Uh, and one of the things that I want to share here is, so if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, okay, well, I, I want to get, you know, I, I like, I, I want to start a side hustle and I want to like get healthier. And I thought I need motivation because I'm that guy. I've been saying it. I need motivation. And you're telling me motivation is fixed. So how do I discover what I desire? What I would suggest for you is to really, you know, let's say, for example, like I want to get healthier. Okay, dig deeper. Why do you want to get healthier? Well, I want to have a six pack. Okay, why do you want to have a six pack? Well, because I want to impress this girl. Okay, so why do you want to impress this girl? Well, because this girl, impressing girl will make me feel good about myself. Okay, so really you want to feel good about yourself. Okay, and what would make you feel good about yourself? Oh, well, you know, if I was just a little healthier. Okay, what does healthier look for you? Oh, well, if I can, you know, walk down the block and not get tired, if I can do these... This is what I'm saying, the process of digging deeper to discover your why and what you actually mm -hmm. desire and then what actually makes you feel good. Because what makes you feel good is what you desire in a way. And then you can start to go towards that. And then that, when you discover, you'll start to not need that thing called motivation because now you really know why you want and what you want, right? Just a suggestion that's something that I think that would be a good way to diagnose and find your why and your desire, you know? Yeah, your why, your passion is essentially a an everlasting, sustainable form of motivation. Mm -hmm. It's a, it it doesn't come and go. It's like it's it you, it gets you out of bed. You know when you don't want to do a task, it makes all like the the less than fun tasks. It, mm -hmm. it makes it make it has a purpose to them. Now you're like excited yeah. to do it because now it leads to a grand mission. If mm -hmm. you're doing things that aren't fun with no grand mission, then all you're focusing on is things that are no fun, and of course yeah. you're going to drop out. And if I had to give a couple tips to somebody who's perhaps been saying, oh, I'm just not motivated or whatever is number one, you nailed it on the head is define what you really want and why, why do you really want it? Because that will unlock your desire. And number two, commit to a set of daily or weekly standards. Mm. If you're, if you're relying on motivation, that means that the way you feel is determining the way you act. Mm. And if you commit to yourself, even simple things like do three 10 minute workouts a week and, and that's it to start. You just commit to that. But those happen no matter what. And once you start committing to that, you will start to generate emotion or generate motivation through action. And that's how it really works. That's how the cycle works. You act, you get motivated, you act, you get motivated. And uh, But if you wait for motivation to act, you might talk, not take any action for the next month or the next two months. No. So uh, yeah, define your desire and then set some realistic standards that have non-negotiable energy attached to them. It's not the energy of, oh, if I have time, if I feel like it, no, these are happening no matter what. And that's really the key to getting started because until your identity shifts to that of a person that is actually fit and healthy or whatever area of life we're talking about, this mm -hmm. is going to be hard. But mm -hmm. if you do it enough, it will become like brushing your teeth where you feel weird if you don't do it. And you just got to go through the initial stage of the journey where you're not going to enjoy it that much, but you're doing it anyways. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for sharing that as well, guys. You know, those are three good tips that you can take action on implement in, in your life starting today. Um, what do you eat in a day? Like, what does, like, what kind of food does Zach eat? I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't eat anything, you know, anything too 
create, I'm like a very simple guy. I don't like to cook at all. I, mm-hmm. I do not like cooking at all, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like to keep it as convenient as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for breakfast, I have three eggs and a couple of egg whites. I put a little cheese and bacon in there and nice. some like garlic powder just to make like a nice, um, egg kind of mm-hmm. omelet type of thing. In addition to that, I have a couple protein scoops, um, mm-hmm. For, for like my mid-morning meal, I have sometimes oatmeal with blueberries. I sometimes have a smoothie with my greens, another mm-hmm. scoop of protein and, uh, you know, blueberries, stuff like that. Nice. Um, for, for lunch, um, you know, it could be, you know, or for dinner, rather, it could be like ground beef or chicken or mm-hmm. some kind of protein source. I might have like some pasta. Nice. Um, I keep it super basic, man. Um, you know, I, I take like supplements to fill in the gaps. Like I, I get my greens through a supplements because I I just will not eat vegetables, not because of lack of desire, just lack of initiative. I just know myself and, you know, it's, uh, (laughs) I just, I just won't get it in every day. So I have a green scoop and uh, make sure I'm getting enough protein through, through supplements. And I also take a micronutrient packet to make sure all those are taken care of too. But yeah, pretty basic, man. Pretty basic. And I make sure I have a gallon of water a day at least. Okay. Okay. Do you fast? Not really. Um, I, I, I don't really fast. I do my workout fasted, but I've never really intermittent fasted or, or done any of that. Okay. I was interesting to know because that's something I have, I've, I did to lose weight and stuff like that. Right. And then now I still fast where like, so I will have my, it's going to be uh, yeah two o'clock by the time I eat today. So like I have that 16, 18 hours. And to be honest with you, so people always ask me like, why you do it? And I literally do it because like, I love to eat. Like I, I feel like I have an eating problem some days because like, I just love to eat. Right. Yeah. So what the fasting does is gives me that control because for those 16, 18 hours, I'm just used to like, I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not eating. So it just gives my body time like, and myself where like, I'm not running to food because like I said, I just love to feed, eat. Like I, yeah. I eat all the time. Um, but fasting just helps me have that 16, 18 hours where I'm not, you know, mentally I'm like, okay, this is how it is. So you can't be running to the food kid. Okay. And then within the six, eight hours and I eat, yeah, I eat everything pretty much that I see. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, man. It's, yeah. it's a good tool. It's a good tool. If, if you, if you need to focus on eating less food and you're the type of person that just eats all day long, it's very effective for that, yeah. for that reason, for sure. It just, yeah. It, and it gives me a lot of energy. So what are your, uh, another question that comes to mind, like, what are your thoughts on uh, cardio? Like if somebody wants to like, I'm like 152 right now. Right. And if I want to gain, I know 10, 15 pounds of muscle, right would there be cardio incorporated into my workout or is it just lifting weight and having, you know, increase your calories that I'm eating right now, because I don't think I'm eating as many calories and would there be cardio in my workouts or would you be someone who suggests like no cardio is not helping you in this process of trying to gain weight and stick to only working out. So that's a common question. Um, the, you can do cardio for sure. Cardio after a hard half an hour cardio, you'll burn like two, 300 calories. That's like half, that's like half a muffin, right? Mm -hmm. So in terms of total calorie expenditure, it's really kind of irrelevant in terms of, in terms of muscle. Now, would I recommend running a half marathon every day if you're trying to gain muscle? No, but Mm -hmm. I mean, it's well worth it because yeah, if you want to gain muscle, then the only thing you really need to do is weight training. But if you want to stay a healthy person and keep your cardiovascular health at a good level and and all the other benefits of cardio, then yeah, you can still do cardio and it won't take away from Mm. your, from your weight gain or from your, your goals to build muscle. Mm. If you do it like two, three times a week or whatever you want, even if you do a little bit every day, like Mm. you just have to eat literally like a couple hundred calories more, which you can get, you can get pretty easily and, uh, and you can still progress towards your goals. So, um, Mm. a, a good mix is what I recommend. And I do cardio. Um, no matter what my current body goals are, just because I, I know I need to stay healthy. Mm. Um, so I'd recommend a, a little mix of both. Mm. Yeah. No, that's good to know. Cause I, I feel like I've heard some individuals are, I don't know. I thought I heard somewhere that, you know, like don't do cardio and just stick to workouts. And I was not because I'm like, yeah, cardiovascular, like you want to keep moving and like, make sure that you're at least going 10,000 steps a day. Right. Because I just don't feel like it'd be good for you. Right. Uh, do you meditate? Yeah. Meditation. I, I've gone through the rabbit hole of meditation, man. It was back in 2018 when, uh, when I first dropped out of university, that was one of the first kind of habits. I'm like, oh, okay, let me just start doing this. Mm. And sometimes, and by the way, during that whole 20, 2018 to, you know, mid 2019 period, I was far from consistent with, with everything that I tried to commit to with my personal growth. Like I, I'm very consistent with my standards now yeah. and they happen no matter what back then I would, 
say, okay, I'm going to do meditation for an hour each day. Then I do it for two days and drop off. Then I would do this and then drop off and then try all these things at once and then drop off. And then it was just up and down and up and down and up and down. So um, that that's how that was. But I, during that time, I tried a lot of different uh, methods of meditation and yeah. it, I I've done it and I, I still do it daily. Back then I started, I tried different types. I tried just by myself, just focusing on my breathing. Mm-hmm. I tried Wim Hof meditations like, and breath work. Um, mm-hmm. I've done like guided meditations through apps like uh, headspace and, and um, calm or whatever the other one's called. And uh, you know, th- there's a bunch of different stuff. I will say that it helped me gain a lot of clarity and awareness with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the things that I think helped my rapid development um, through that period of time was meditation and I recommend it for absolutely everyone. Currently, I do a seven-minute meditation by Dr. Joe Dispenza each morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's he's big into uh, like energy, like energy centers and moving your energy throughout your body. I'm not sure if you're familiar with. Oh yeah, I'm very familiar with it. Oh, okay, sweet. So I do that seven-minute meditation where you're moving your energies through your chakras up through, mm-hmm. and uh, I do that every single morning just because right. I've, I've really subscribed to that theory. And in terms of my spiritual journey. I'm more on the, you know, energy and quantum um, physics side than, yeah. than anything else, despite the fact that I'm still not very educated. Like I'm not, not too deep into it. I'm still learning myself, yeah. but I, I, I feel it. Like I've become much more aware of my different energy centers. And when, mm. when something comes up, I can feel it in a different energy center, depending on how, in what way it's activated. So, mm. and uh, it, it's along the same lines of sexual transmutation as well, where yeah. we're taking energy that could have been used through a different outlet. Um, for a more worthy outlet, which is whatever our endeavor or our, our vision is for our life. So that's currently what I focus my meditation on each morning. No, that's amazing. It's uh, the, the chakra meditation and like Joe Dispenza with the energy centers. It's a great guideline. You know, I, I, at the end of the day, it's all all the different lessons from all these different uh, teachers. It's just a great way to deepen your own understanding of yourself or increase mm-hmm. clarity like you should, like you said. Uh, for yourself right so that's chakras or whether like a gratitude meditation or this meditation i feel like at the end of the day what i teach with my students is like the whole purpose of all these is just to deepen your own understanding of your own powers your own you know abilities and in seeing possibilities and increase your awareness where you're you're able to see and acknowledge and know so much about yourself right so yeah it's awesome man it's interesting because like meditation is like for me like something that's done wonders for me this last four or five years and i I do a little like they say like meditation either like a lot of people will get into meditation and then you find out that you know it's uh okay like I want to just get more focus in my life or I want to be happier or I want to manifest money or I want to manifest an income so there's different types of meditations that you can do right and what I teach with my students is that meditation is actually a workout for your mind just like uh like physical workouts are for your body and you can't go to the gym and work out you know uh, your biceps for a week and then not have big biceps and then get disappointed. Like you have to actually put 90 days, you know, 120 days into it before you can evaluate if this is working or not, you know, do some workouts, do something. And meditation is the same thing. I always teach that the first 90 days, you got to, you know, just focus on your breathing and build the foundation of it, you know, and then after 90 days, you discover you're a little calmer, you're a little, your attitude's changing a little bit, your reaction time to things is, you know, increasing. Mm-hmm. Now, now, okay, you've got the foundation down. Now, what is it that you want from life? And then you can use meditation to get you, uh, you know, whether it's like, I want to gain an extra 10 pounds or it could, you know, help you even achieve your physical goals because the meditation makes you aware of this is what I want. And now I got to take action on it. Right. Uh, or it could be like, oh, I want to make $10,000 a month or do a job shipping store or something or, you know, and it's funny yeah. saying those things. Like, so I went through that phase myself, 2015, like, I'm like, you know, I like, wow, I can make a lot of money. And so I actually went to, I started a store, uh, a general store selling jewelry for men. It was called fancyfellow.com. I actually sold that domain. Uh, but yeah, so it, I did that, figured out how to make money. And then I had to scale using Facebook ads. And like, I didn't have the money for it. So I kind of, and then I was doing a lot of traveling. So that fell apart. Just like, you know, like I was doing these things that fell apart. Then I did like, uh, I was like, no, I got to do something niche. Like it's got to be niche. Like you got to, so I did this thing where I was selling cat toys uh, and I started a website called playfulkitty.com, whatever. And like, so for like six months or so, you know, I'm like, I got the Instagram page all the way, like 5,000 followers. This was back in 2018. So like I got some money coming from it, making money from it. But then I was like, this is not what I want to do. Like this, this is no. And 
And there's work involved. Once you start making money, like customer su- su- support and like product customers who don't get their products and there's a whole bunch of other stuff in place, right? Uh, so if you're not passionate about it, it's not going to work, right? Um, and I wasn't passionate about it. I just like, okay, no. And then I would go into another job, come out of it, use that money from that job into another project, into another online thing. Um, I discovered Timothy Sykes and I got into like penny stock trading. I didn't do well in penny stock trading, right? But I had, I got a, when I, I started with a friend, and he actually got really good. And literally in six months, he built a portfolio of a $5,000 that he started with to like $146,000 Canadian. And he ended wow. up traveling to like Moscow and a whole bunch of stuff. Like, so that's why I'm like, it works if, because he's still consistent with it. Like he was putting yeah. hours and hours learning candlestick charts and a whole nine years. Right. So, but it was cool to see for myself. Cause I'm like, wow, look, consistency. That's what it takes to become successful, really, at the end of the day. is like you got to just stay consistent in the trenches in an idea that you have and something that you're passionate about, right? So, yeah, man, that's awesome. So I was yeah. like, so do you travel a lot? Like, do you do a lot of travel? Do you like to travel or? I haven't really traveled um, all too much. Um, I, I do like to travel and it's definitely on my radar for okay. the next few years. Mm-hmm. Um it's, uh, it's not something I really done. Like I've, I went on a high school trip to, uh, okay. Cambodia, Vietnam and, 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 uh, one other place, I forget mm, what it was, really? but yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I went there for, for, for 10 days in, in grade 12. Besides that, I've been, I've been to a, a decent amount of places in the state. Well, not really. I've been to a few mm. through hockey. I went to a few places in the States for tournaments. Mm. recently this year i went to puerto rico with a retreat with my mentor and recently i was in miami for another retreat with my mentor nice. but besides that not much man i've pretty much just uh besides moving around in canada i've pretty much just stayed in one spot but it's something i definitely want to do as i as i de- develop more freedom and delegation and, and financial freedom through my business i'll be i'll be going around everywhere for sure nice do you uh what's your ideal life like would you prefer to live in a tropical country where it's sun 330 days of a year or would you have, do you like the winters like where yeah you? <laughs> um that that that's kind of going to be uh to be determined i have my eyes on moving to either miami or austin next november from okay. canada mm. um I, 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 def, I would like to live it somewhere warm. I'm a huge golf guy. So just that in itself, I would like to have a, a 11 month golf season instead of a five month golf season. Like I do here in Winnipeg. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and besides that, man, I have no idea. I have no idea what country I'm going to end up in. No idea what city, no idea who, how many houses that will be in different countries. It's, it's yeah. all going to be as a result of, of traveling. And like mm-hmm. I said, and I don't anticipate like, fun, like my goal is to influence a hundred million people to become the best version of themselves through mm-hmm. my business. And so if that happens, I'll be a billionaire. And if I'm a billionaire, that means the world is a much, 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 much better place because of mm-hmm. the media, the medium and the vehicle that I'm going to generate my wealth through. So mm-hmm. that was kind of a, a, <laughs> a tangent from the travel question, but yeah. uh, my, my, my travels and all of that, all of those things, including my living situation will just be things that happen on, on the side during my vision. And they're kind of just going to be coming up as they go. So I'm not really yeah. sure right now. No, yeah, like I, I totally know what you're saying. Like for me, this next decade, I am pretty much traveling, right? Uh, yes. seeing different countries. Like I'm going to Colombia at the end of January, then Costa Rica. So like, uh, like I'm, a, I guess you could say I'm a digital nomad. So like I just work from my laptop, right? Um, so I, and it's interesting. So if you ask me, uh, like if I ask family, ask me something like, so, oh, we're gonna be in a year or two years, and it's a society and culture and environment. There's these expectations of like okay, 30, you know, like you're supposed to be meeting someone, getting a good job and being successful and then settling, like settling, that's supposed to be the end goal. Like that's the expectation. And so it's almost like if you don't know like where I will be, where I'm going, because I got a business, I'm building a global brand. I'm going to be traveling, experiencing, I have friendships all over the world. That seems so crazy to the average person. Mm-hmm. And you almost, you may seem lost to them because they're like, oh, this guy doesn't even know you'll be in a year. Like, well, yeah, because I don't like I'm traveling, I'm experiencing the world and I my financial freedom and my lifestyle allows me to do that. And that's why I don't know exactly where I'll be. You know, it doesn't mean that I don't have five year goals and 10 year goals and I don't know where I'm actually going in my life. It just means my location. I won't know where it is, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's at the four hour work week. Right. Tim Ferriss the, and are the new rich. Right. Where you don't just retire in one place. You choose to live all over the world, you know, because you can. Right. That's all it has to say. And it's most people that don't understand that they don't get that because their expect 
yeah, the program like settling is supposed to be the end goal. And then like you got everything, but it's like, no, it's like, what if I don't want that? Like oh. I want to be living in different countries. I have a tropical home in Costa Rica, like all these different things. Right. So I think it's just, yeah. expectation. And it's funny. Cause like, so I started since I was 18, I've wanted to do, um, I've been going to like development uh, seminars and stuff like that, like to look at buying houses in Costa Rica. So I started working with an agent last year and I've been looking at listings and stuff in Costa Rica. So my end goal, I shouldn't say end goal in these next uh, 12 to 24 months, I will have a property in Costa Rica uh, on the beach. And it's so like my goal is to be spending four or five months here in Canada, uh, camping in Ontario and Alberta area and like do explore there and then like spend my five, six months back in my vacation property in Costa Rica where it's nice and warm and I can eat mangoes and eat all the organic food. And yeah, life is I'm serving my clients and my stuff on the whole nine yards, right? Like doing all that stuff, right? So but yeah, it's interesting because most people don't get it though. Most people just, you know, they think, For you're, sure. lost. They think you're lost if you're like, oh, I don't know where I'll be in a year. I don't know if I'll be, you know, like, I don't know. I might be in Miami or I might be in Bali. Yeah. I can tell you how much money I'll be making. If yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, like I got that under control, right? Uh, but yeah, yeah. man, no, that's 100%. You have to uh, you have to spend the least amount of time around average people, both in terms yeah. of listening to them and spending time around them, because they're not going to understand your beliefs. You are not going to accept their beliefs. Yeah, and uh, it's it's just not going to be constructive for your energy and your vision. And it's in my experience a complete waste of time to try to convince people of where your head's at because mm-hmm. they're not even gonna. They're if if their mindset isn't to to improve themselves at the end of yeah. the day and achieve an amazing life, mm-hmm. then your energy will be in vain because mm-hmm. they're not going to move and. Uh, you know, you want to spend the most amount of time where your dream life mm. is is normal for the mm. people you're spending time with. Where you're talking about houses in Costa Rica, mm. like at, at coffee, and talking about you know uh, a fifty thousand dollar per month passive income at lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just like, what else would we talk about? And uh, yeah, <laughs> you just nailed it on the head. So I realized my life started to change when so like my conversation last 24 or 36 months, right? Like my best friend, their company is going to do like 3 million this year, right? They have a digital market company. My other best friend company is going to do like 10 million this year. And of course I have friends that are also working their jobs. Doesn't mean that I don't have those kind of friends, but my conversations and my inner circle, it's individuals where like, we're you know like if investments what's the next house you're buying what's the next duplex you're purchasing when's the next trip you're taking and how much you're making in revenue this year and like the conversations are you know um but like this is perfectly like you nailed it in the head in a sense of as we're ending the podcast here um you have to be very careful on who you spend your energy with you know who you let influences your decisions and your thoughts on a daily basis uh, it's so important as an aware alpha is to realize that, you know, like the, the decisions that I'm making today, who's influencing these decisions. Okay. The, the people that are influencing these decisions, do they have the lifestyle that I want to be living, you know? And then if they are not living the lifestyle that you want, then why would you be taking advice? Why would you be letting these people influence your decisions? Right. Um, but yeah, man, I just want to say, first of all, like that was an amazing hour. Like you give so much value. There was so much about your story that I feel like people are going to resonate with. So lastly, I just want to say thank you so much for jumping on the podcast and let the people know where they can find you. And I'm going to add all those things in the details section of the podcast. Uh, So yeah, let them know where they can find Zach. Yeah, for sure, man. So the the primary hub where I'm at is Instagram and you can find me at uh, Zach R. Bailey and that's Z-A-C-H-R-B-A-I-L-E-Y. And then everything else that, you know, I do, I, I have my own podcast that I haven't really dedicated much time to, but it, it's going to be a priority in the coming quarters. Okay. Um, my, my YouTube channel, like uh, my website, all, all of those things are, are through my Instagram. So the Instagram would be the best place to reach me if you resonated with, with what I've said. Perfect. Sounds good. So what I'll do, guys, like I said, on every episode, the detail section, it will have his contact information, his Instagram. So you can uh, look and find more about Zach. And if you're intrigued about his coaching and all those things, of course, send him a message. Feel free to ask him anything. He seems like a very nice guy. I feel like he is. I have a feeling we're going to be going golfing in the next 24 months somewhere. Who knows where we'll be, but I have a feeling... I will be hitting up in the DM or you'll be seeing my story and be like, dude, you're in Miami. I'm in Miami. You want to do an 18? Okay, let's do it. Cause I actually just got into golfing this last year as well. Uh, two years, actually, I've been golfing and not that I'm a pro, but I I enjoy yeah. it and I'm start, I'm learning you No, know? Like I realized I'm like, okay, this is something I want to take on. And I put the time into learn and I bought clubs and the whole nine years. So I see it. I sure. feel, I'm very like heart oriented. I'm like, 
me and this guy are going to go for a round of golf. I can feel it. Okay? <laughs> hey, man, um, absolutely. It's been two years for me, too, actually, in, in golf. And I've just well, become obsessed awesome. with it. you got to get the lay of the land in Costa Rica, and you'll show me what the best course is there. Yeah, man, that's exactly <laughs> right. We'll have a retreat, and you'll be coming out. We'll make it happen. So, yep. yeah, man, I just want to say thank you so much, right? I, I feel super blessed for this hour. Uh, you give us so much value. And lastly, guys, as we finish this podcast, I want to set some intentions. And one of my intentions are for you guys to, while you're listening to this podcast and you just give an hour of your day to us, I want you to not only take this as for entertainment purposes, but also take an idea from it and start to implement in your day-to-day life. Start to take action on one of the tips that Zach shared here and actually start implementing in your day-to-day life. My intentions are lastly for you too. To start practicing gratitude in your daily life and start to be grateful for all the good things that are happening in your life because magic starts to unfold in your life when you start to focus on the positives and more positives start to come into your life. And lastly, I want to say I'm super, super grateful for all the listeners. Until next time, stay an aware alpha.